Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, thank you for tuning in to episode 15 of Polly's Pickens, the podcast. As always, I'm your host, Derek Polly, and if you haven't done so already, the better question is why haven't you done so? Head on over to the Facebook page, Polly's Pickens, like it, subscribe to it, heck, leave me a comment, leave me a post, I'd love to hear from you guys and interact with you guys. I did not record last week due to the fact I was getting married, so I believe the Thanksgiving post was the last one that you heard. So a quick recap to catch everyone up to speed. Uh, The conference championship games uh, all happened this past weekend. So if you are a fan of college football, you know who won. I'm not going to rehash that. I will say... I am doing the New Year's Six Bowl games for the college, and that will be the last of that. I know the NFL still has a few more weeks to go for their uh, season, so I will continue to do the NFL. But rest assured, I will put the college games up very shortly. Um, not, I don't want to put it up too early and people forget maybe about two weeks out. I'll put the games up and the spreads. Everyone get your picks in. And we'll see who actually wins Paulie's Pick'em's the college football edition if uh, how, and see how things shake out. You never know. Tyler's currently winning at the moment. Can he hold on or hold off all the people from second place through eighth? I think they all have a legitimate shot. So, with that being said, the, this episode will be heavily uh, influenced by the NFL and the pickums there. So, let's go ahead and head on over to the NFL portion of the show. Okay, everyone, thank you for tuning in to the NFL portion of the show. I do believe I would be remiss if I did not even mention the college standings, at least. Uh, Just because I didn't record last week due to uh, getting married. So I'm not going to pick up all the games. I'm not going to mention all the games. I'm just going to mention who's in first place what they scored, and go down the list like that. So let's go ahead and jump into that, and let's go ahead and get the college portion out of the way so we can jump right in into the NFL. So in first place is Tyler D. Hutton. He had 200 points for the championship week, where each game for the conference championship games, which there were 10 of, they were worth 25 points apiece. So you do the math. Uh, like I said, he got 200 points for a grand total of 768 points overall. In second place, Charles Daniel Bentley. He had 125 points for the conference championship games. Uh, 673 points, so 95 points separate him and Tyler. In third place, Jennifer Smith Harmon. She had 100 points for the conference championship games and 672 points, 672 
points total. In fourth place, T. Jason Lewis. He had 125 points total, or 125 for the conference championship, 666 overall. Uh, not necessarily a good number. In fifth place, Andy McCarley. He had 125 points as well for the conference championship games. And he is four points behind T. Jason Lewis with 600. I'm sorry, did I say four points? Yeah, four points, 662 points total. In sixth place, actually tied for sixth place, is Shane Abair and Mitchell Jones. Shane got 100 points for the conference championship games, and Mitchell got 125. They both are at 661 points total. So in eighth place, Melanie Moody. She got 100 points for the conference championship games, one point behind with 660 points overall. Brad Betts in ninth place. He had 125 points for the conference championship games for 634 points total. A quick side note, after the rivalry week, he was not going to play because he missed it, and he was going to say, well, good luck to everyone. I'll see you next season. I was able to talk him into at least doing the conference championship games where the games were worth 25 points apiece. So he did that, and he, like I said, he got 125 points for that week, 634 total. He actually uh, is doing better than I am. In 10th place, Scotty Wright had 75 points for the conference championship games. He is at 618 points overall. And in 11th place, it's me. Yeah. And you want to know why I'm in 11th place? It's because I had 50 points total for the conference championship games. The lowest out of anyone that picked. And yes, Shane has made a bonehead pick of the week. I'm not going to rehash it. If you're that curious to see what he said, go on the Facebook page, Pauly's Pick'ems, and scroll until you find it. I thought it was hilarious. I'm not easily offended, so I left it. I am south of 600 points. I am at 595 points total. And it's safe to say I'm not going to win my Pick'ems for the seventh year. Maybe the eighth year we'll do it. I started out strong and fell off. The wheels fell off the wagon, I guess you could say. In 12th place, Glenn Bray. He had 100 points, to, or 100 points for the conference championship games, 545 points overall. In 13th place, Marcus Cassidy. He had 150 points for the conference championship games. Not bad. Uh, good for 408 points total. And for coming in kind of late, not doing too bad. Uh, Ryan Kendrick is in 14th place. He had a 75-point conference championship week as well. He had 395 points total. In 15th place, George Johnson. He had 100 points for the conference championship and 355 points total. And the four individuals that have not made picks at least since week 12 of the college football week or, chan or college football uh, pickums is Heather Kendrick, Ken Skillern, Amber Snap, and Steve Rogers, all sitting with goose eggs. 
Heather is in 16th place with 220 points total. Kenneth is in 17th with 189. Amber is in 18th with 141. And in 19th place, Steve Rogers with a whopping 39 points. So, with all that said, we're going to stay here and go right on into the NFL portion. So, the first game I have is between the... Oh, gosh, let me get to it. The Minnesota Vikings and the Pittsburgh Steelers. The people For everyone that played, the only two that got that game wrong were George and Jennifer. They both chose Pittsburgh, and Minnesota ended up winning the game. So myself, Marcus, Ryan, Shane, and Tyler got those points. I would also like to mention as well the stipulation that George picked was who would have the most turnovers between the Steelers, Vikings, Jets, Saints, and Giants, Chargers. Well, that was three between the Pittsburgh and Minnesota Vikings. So uh, myself, Marcus, Ryan, Shane, and Tyler got those points correct. Let me see. And actually, who, who picked Pittsburgh but got the risk-reward correct was George. I think that's everyone that... Nope, and Jennifer picked uh, the risk-reward correct, too. She just pit, picked Pittsburgh to win. That, that was the only hiccup. The next game... Oh, actually, hold up. I do have someone on fantasy. That would be Najee Harris. He got me... Let's see, how much did he get me? I had him in the running back number two position. He got 25.4 of a projected 17.79. He had 94 rushing yards and one touchdown and one receiving touchdown. So I guess I can go ahead and mention my opponent since the college game, the college portion was so short. In the running back number two position, he had Joe Mixon from Cincinnati. Did not meet his projected point total of 17.58. He only got 8.8 points total. So Dom, my opponent, or my... Oh, he wouldn't be any relation to me, but my brother-in-law's younger sister, Dom is her husband. So whatever relationship that would make me, which I don't think there is one, but that's the uh, connection right there. Um... So, yeah, so we're going to go on to the next game. That was between the Tennessee Titans and the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, Tennessee won that game 20 to nothing. The only person I, everyone chose Tennessee, everyone got the 10 points. The only individual that I have on the roster is Julio Jones, who took the place of Tony Pollard. I was going to see who... Uh, if or if Tony was actually going to be ruled in or out, and he was ruled out early, uh, I guess or I guess late Saturday, so right after church ended, made the swap. Julio got put in the number one flex position. Did not be did not meet his projected point total of eleven point nine nine. He only got me seven point three, but that would have been that's better. Than a goose egg. 
So <clears throat> he had in his number one flex position, Dom, he had DK Metcalf. Also did not meet his projected point total of 15.51, but he did get 8.3 points. So he did beat Julio Jones in that regard. Next game was the Cleveland Browns and the Baltimore Ravens. Uh, well, I chose Baltimore, as did George and George, Ryan, and Shane. Or me, George, Ryan, and Shane. So we all lost those points. That means Jennifer, Marcus, and Tyler, who chose Cleveland, got the points. So I will say that Dom did have the quarterback from Baltimore, uh, oh gosh, Lamar Jackson. But since I'm going to do my pick'ems, they're Polly's pick'ems, uh, I will reveal, um, you know, like I said, uh, kind of go like who I had against who he had uh, and how they stacked up. So I will say he had uh, Lamar Jackson, and I'll get to Justin Herbert when I get to that game. So, and I may mention a game that has players in it for Dom, but since I'm going to be doing me first, I will mention my players and then go back and mention his players if and when it is necessary. Next game was between the Kansas City Chiefs and the Las Vegas Raiders. Everyone picked Kansas City, and Kansas City Kansas City stomped a mud hole in Las Vegas and walked them dry or walked it dry, forty-eight to nine. The individual that I had, I left on the bench. Uh, was Derek Carr. He's the only individual from either team that I had. And the good thing I did left him on the bench. He did not meet his projected point total of 19.03. He had 11.52. He had 263 passing yards with one touchdown, but he also lost a fumble. Uh, the quarterback I had starting did much better than Derek Carr. And I'll, like I said, I'll mention him when I get to that game. And like I said, I probably am going to mention um, teams for well, that Dom has players for. But like I said, I'll go back and mention those as needed. <clears throat> the next game was between the New Orleans Saints and the New York Jets. Surprisingly, Jennifer was the only individual that chose the New York Jets. And the Saints... Actually, uh, pretty much like Kansas City did uh, Las Vegas, stomped a mud hole in the Jets and walked it dry. Kind of miffed about this because my wide, none of my wide receivers really shone this week. They actually did pretty pitiful. I had Marquez Callaway in the number two wide receiver slot. He was projected 9.47, got me 5.4. He had two receptions for 34 yards. And across the board, uh, Dom had Jerry Judy from Denver. Also did not meet his projected point total of 14.04. But he did beat Marquez in point total. He got 9.7 points 
overall. Five receptions for 47 yards. So, yeah, Dom pretty much whooped my behind when it came to wide receivers so far. Next game between the Dallas Cowboys and the Washington football team. Once again, Jennifer chose Washington, and Washington lost. Everyone else chose Dallas, so we got the points. As mentioned before, Tony Pollard did not make it. Uh, he was ruled out at the last, kind of the last minute. So he was on the bench. But thankfully, Dallas's defense, oh my gosh, they got me 22 points. They uh, nearly quadrupled what their projected point total was of 6.37. Like I said, got me 22 points. Had three fumble recoveries, one touchdown, and five sacks. I'm sure they had a blocked field goal as well. But uh, only so much room on the line. Can't put all the stats in there. And his defense was the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, they got him five, Dom, five points of a projected 5.87. So they underperformed. They had three sacks and one interception, but just not enough. Uh, well, I mean, like Tampa won, but five points compared to 22. I'll take 22 all day, every day. Next game was between the Atlanta Falcons and the Carolina Panthers. So the individuals that picked the game correctly were myself, Ryan, and Tyler. I had a feeling Atlanta was due for a victory at Carolina. Um, so George, Jennifer, Marcus, and Shane all went, all went with Carolina. The only Panther I have is Christian McCaffrey, and he is stuck on IR. So let me see who Dom or if Dom has anyone on the IR position. Um, no. So, but he doesn't. Maybe he does. No, no, he doesn't. But what Yahoo is showing me is that Kurt, Chris Samuel or Curtis Samuel for the Washington football team also got zero points. Like I said, it doesn't look like he is on IR, but. Just going across the board, that's who they have. So moving right along, next game is between the Seattle Seahawks and the Houston Texans. Shane was the only one that went with Houston while everyone else chose Seattle. Uh, Seattle won pretty handily. I don't believe I have a Seahawk on my roster at all. That would be a no. Okay, moving right along, we're going to go to the next game. That is between the Denver Broncos and the Detroit Lions. So everyone got this game correct. Denver beat Detroit. Everyone chose Denver. Everyone got the points. Uh, let's see who I have. Oh, shoot. Wrong button on my uh, phone again. So I had Cortland Sutton, was projected 14.1 points, 
he got 1.9. Yes, 1.9 points. One reception for nine receiving yards. Are you freaking kidding me? Uh, if I'd have known that would have happened, I'd have swapped out a different freaking wide receiver. Good gosh, I... Not even, like, they both got me a combined little over seven points. Absolutely ridiculous. I should have moved a running back into the second flex position and then moved Julio up into the wide receiver one or number two position. Do I even want to mention? Oh, no. So, Dom actually, across from Cortland Sutton, he had Cooper Cup, who just had a himself a night. Uh where Sutton got me 1.9. Cooper Cup got Dom 31.3 points of a projected 23.28. Far exceeded his point total. Pretty busy, too. 13 receptions for 123 yards and one touchdown. So in that regard, Dom torched me as far as the wide receivers go. Next game was between the L.A. Chargers and the New York Football Giants. The only individual I have is Justin Herbert, and he he beat his projected point total. He got 24.9, was projected 23.1, had three passing touchdowns, 275 yards, and 19 rushing yards. Across from Justin Herbert, Dom had Lamar Jackson, or he countered with Lamar Jackson, who got 1.18 points total of a projected 23.78. But I believe he was injured early in the game and did not return. So the next game is between the San Francisco 49ers and the Cincinnati Bengals. There is only one individual who picked this game correctly, and that was Marcus Cassidy. Everyone else went with Cincinnati. He chose San Francisco and got the points. I don't believe I have a... 49er or a Bengal on my roster. Um, no, I do not. Oh, gosh, let me see here. But I, I, if I did not mention uh, Derek Carr when I mentioned the Kansas City-Las Vegas game, he got me 11.52 of a projected 19.03. Uh, Dom countered on the bench, or he left... Joe Burrow on the bench as well. Beat and Joe beat his projected point total of 20.26. He got 22.22 points total. So, a little bit of a head scratcher, but no one knew that freaking Lamar Jackson was going to get hurt either. So, you, you live and you learn with that. Oh, did I say Christian McCaffrey was on IR? Yes. So, uh, Dom really didn't really counter, per se. Uh, just in the R, R position for Yahoo, it's showing Curtis Samuel or Chris Samuel for the Washington football team, the wide receiver. Also got zero points. Got Dom a big goose egg as well. Don't think I've got any... Okay, no, I don't. 
We're going to move on to the next game. That was between the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Buffalo Bills. So, looks like George and Tyler were the only two that picked Buffalo to win. Uh, the, excuse me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers ended up winning that game. And the individual I have is was Leonard Fournette. And he got me... 23.2 points of a projected 19.5. 113 rushing yards and one touchdown with, and four receptions. Dom countered with Josh Jacobs of the Las Vegas Raiders. Did not beat his projected point total. <clears throat> Only got 10 points of a projected 15.11. So, <clears throat> where I'm struggling... With the rod receivers, he is struggling with the running backs. I got 48 total, or 48 points, almost 49 points from running backs, and he got 18. So I'll take that all day, every day. Next game was between the Green Bay Packers and the Chicago Bears. Everyone chose the pack. Everyone got the points. So, <clears throat> nothing nothing more to see there, more or less. Let's see what we got here. Do I have any Green Bay Packer or Chicago Bear? I do not. Okay. So, actually, you know what? Going back a little bit, in the losing effort, Dalton Knox, I left on the bench for... Whatever reason, and I'll get to why I'm saying that in a second. He actually <clears throat> doubled his point total, projected point total. Got 19 points total of a projected 9.52. And Dom did not have, does not have a tight end. He had, across the bench, he had Nelson Aguilar, the wide receiver, the now wide receiver of the New England Patriots, which I didn't even know about because I apparently do not follow the NFL as close as I thought I did. So he was on by, so no points for him. Uh, and okay, <clears throat> and for the Buffalo-Tampa Bay game, I had Devin Singletary on the bench as well, which was a done move now in hindsight. Was projected 9.51, got 14.9. He had uh, six receptions, 37 receiving yards, and 52 rushing yards. Left him on the bench, and uh, who he had on the bench was T.Y. Hilton, who was on a bye this week. So no points regardless for Dom. Before I move on further for the next game, let me make sure I didn't miss anybody. I think I had mentioned Christian. Yeah, I did mention Christian McCaffrey. And... Yes, that's it. Okay. Moving right along to the next game. The final game was between the LA Rams and the Arizona Cardinals. So, this is where I had the most points uh 
I guess you could say lined up waiting to see what happened Monday night. Um, needless to say, I was a little bit worried once my dumb self realized Tyler Higby was actually on the COVID-19 list, and I had him in the starting lineup, so he got me zero points. Going over who Dom had at tight end, oh my gosh, Mark Andrews from the Baltimore Ravens, 28.5 points total. Toasted Tyler Higby, obviously because he cannot play, so wasn't very happy about that. Should have paid better attention. In the second flex position, I had DeAndre Hopkins. He fell short of his projected point total of 14.85, got 10.4. And who Dom countered with the number two flex position was Jarvis Landry, the Cleveland wide receiver. He actually did beat his projected point total of 13.13. He had 15.1. As far as kickers go, we both had good kickers this week. I had Prater from the Cardinals. I was projected 9.45, got me 16 points total. <clears throat> he counted with Harrison Butker from the Kansas City Chiefs. Was projected 9.49, got 14 points total. So good on that. And like I'd mentioned before, yeah, Higby got me zero points. Uh, blah. That's all I can say, say about that is blah. Uh, the defense I had on the bench was the Arizona defense. Good thing, too. They only got me two points. And his spot, Dom's spot, is empty. So the, the people that I had on by were Micah Michael Pittman Jr. and Damian Harris from the New England Patriots. Who he who he uh, who Dom had on by was Nico Hines from the Colts, Nelson Aguilar from the New England Patriots, and T.Y. Hilton from the Indianapolis Colts. I barely beat Dom this week. One thirty six. Point five to one thirty one point eight eight, and I know they say they might need to adjust for stats, but thank goodness I split the series with Dom. He won the early meeting. I'm gonna win the latter me meeting, and actually, <clears throat> I split the series with Montel, my brother-in-law, and Emily. Both of them, well, okay, so Montel, Emily, and Dom—they all won the first meeting. When I played all three of them. In the second meeting, I won uh, against all three. I will go ahead and say through seven weeks of the season, I started out one and six. I've bitched about it on this podcast enough. I'm not going to rehash it. But now I'm going to be sitting at six and eight. I am overjoyed that I've been able to turn it around in the second part of the season. Still going to miss the playoffs. Still kissed that $20 goodbye. But it's been fun playing that part. So I think 
I think that's a pretty much it. I think I touched on how he beat me with the wide receivers. I beat him with the running backs. That's dumb. Um, that is. Beat him at the quarterback head up. He destroyed me at tight end because, I mean, Higby had COVID-19 and Dawson Knox, even though he got 19, would have not beat Mark Andrews. Uh, the flex position he got me, well, both flex positions he got me, got him in the kicker and dominated the defense. So he left uh, 35 points on the bench. I left 47. Of course, then again, I had two people on by, and he had three people on by. So that will kind of do it. So before I go, I, I know I forgot something. I should have wrote it down. Actually, no, we're going to go ahead and mention uh, who, how the rest of the people that are in the league, how I did against. I got swept by Daniel. Uh, I'm 0-2. I swept Hoop, or Hoop's bold team. He's only won two games. And that's the guy that I've mentioned that has done the draft and hasn't edited his lineup since. I just checked before I started doing the podcast. He has one person on injured reserve and one person that is out and one that was doubtful this week playing. So I have no shame because I was behind him for weeks at a time and I was not very happy. As you all know, because I edited my lineup every week and I would lose. I was on a heck of a losing streak. I won the lost the first game, won the second, and then went on a five-game losing streak. Yeah. So the individuals that I've only played once and will play once this year, I split with. I won against Jarrell and I lost against Dale. So there are two people that I still have to play. I've played them both earlier this year, and I've lost to both uh, Bralia or Bralia and Shane. So there's actually two more weeks left in the season, and I have Bralia or Bralia. I have her this upcoming week. She's in first place. Uh, she lost this week, so so she will fall to ten and four, and I will improve to six and eight. I don't think I'll get seventh place, so I think I'm still gonna be in eighth place because that's gonna be determined by offense or points scored, not points against. Because if that was the case, <clears throat> I would actually be higher, a little bit higher up. I'd probably be in fourth or fifth place. If it was four points against. I'm just crunching the numbers off the top of my head. I'd actually have to go in and look and see. But yeah, offensive wise, I'm near the bottom. So eighth place, I guess I'll take. Now, before I forget and go off, go off the air and forget, I do have a special guest. For next week's episode of Polly's Pickums the podcast. So I don't have to lean so much heavily on the NFL and fantasy. I'll actually have someone else to talk a little bit of football with. 
and he can plug his own show. You might have an idea of who it is, but if you don't, don't worry. Next week you'll find out. So that, that'll do it for this week of Polly's Pickens the Podcast. I love you guys, and I will see you next week.